Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so glad you're here. I was just thinking about you and I was wondering how is your 2023 going so far? How has the year gotten started for you? And then I was also wondering if even in this brand new year, you have still been struggling with worry or you feel like you're worried about the year, you're worried about things in your family. I was just wondering where you are with all of that. So if you find yourself today somewhere under the weight of worry. <laughs> You've been worrying about a lot of things because there's always things to think about, right? Always things to worry about. But if you have been struggling with worry lately, then you definitely want to check out this episode today. This episode is just for you. It's going to be a blessing to you. I believe it is definitely going to pull on your heartstrings and I know that God is going to minister to you through it. So you get to listen in today to the conversation that I had with Morgan Williams. And just in case you don't know Morgan, let me introduce you to her. Morgan L. Williams is a wife and mother of two beautiful children here on earth and one in heaven whom she never got to hold. As the founder of the 33 Mustard Seed Ministry, she is dedicated to helping women replace the enemy's lies with God's truth. Morgan is a small town girl turned big city resident and lives with her family in Omaha, Nebraska. When she's not writing, you can find her with a camera in her hand or on a fishing boat somewhere in the beautiful scenery of the Midwest. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. So everyone, welcome back to the show. I am so glad you are here because today you are in for another treat. You get to listen in on the conversation that Morgan and I am about to have. So first of all, Morgan Williams, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You are so welcome. Morgan, will you first start us off by just introducing yourself, however you feel led to do so? Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, so I am a small town girl from the Midwest uh, who moved to the big city about 10 years ago. And uh, through that journey, I've become a wife. Uh, I'm a mom. I have two children here on earth. I have one in heaven uh, with Jesus and, um, you know, working in the corporate world, but still trying to pursue that um, part of me that feels led to, you know, walk with women and help them understand Jesus. So just really enjoying life. Um, it's a great phase of it. And uh, just, yeah, all the good things that, that God's providing. I can't wait to talk about. Yes, I love that. So Morgan, will you tell us, how did you discover what God was calling you to do? Yeah. So it's funny how, um, you know, when you go to do a job interview, they ask you like what your weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the best response is, you know, this is a weakness, but it can be a strength of mine at the same time. Yeah. And so so 
as I've really like grown in relationship with the Lord, I started to understand the things about my life that felt like a weakness, that felt like a hurdle were actually the places in my life God was calling me to. Yeah. Um, and I really started to see that because it was those doubts in my mind that like, you know, I don't, I'm not good with other women or, you know, I don't carry myself with confidence. Um, those, those internal beliefs that I had were really being shut down by like the external affirmation of other women, you know, reaching out to me and wanting to have community with me or telling me like, I admire your confidence. And so in those areas where I really struggled and thought I don't have anything to offer, I saw God start to highlight kind of in my brokenness how I had so much to offer because people could relate to what I was going through and what I was walking through. Cause it was stuff they were experiencing too. So it was just really neat to see that, that come to light. Yeah, definitely. And you know, Morgan, a lot of women that I talk to and who are a part of the community, they share that worry is a huge issue. You know, they're trying to navigate what God has called them to do, or they want to walk in their purpose, but they worry a lot. They're worried about day-to-day challenges and family and this and business and career, all of the things. So how would you say, um, how does worry kind of hold us back from fulfilling purpose? Yeah, I think, you know, initially this idea of worry often feels natural, right? Like it's just part of who we are. Like it's my job to worry about finances and it's my job to worry about my kids. Um, And I think in a lot of ways, we kind of believe that storyline that that's, that's a good thing, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's us doing the right thing in our worry. I think the part where we get it wrong is that when that becomes a chronic part of our life, it actually opens this door to like anxiety and to fear because all of a sudden that worry turns into a lack of trust. And so this faith, this piece of faith that we should be walking in where it's like, I know God has a plan. I know he's with me. You know, I know he's given me these children as a gift. I need to trust him with that. If I'm worrying about everything they're doing in the day to day, I'm not trusting him that he has them, Yeah, that he's, he's got them in his hands. And so for me, I think the biggest thing with worry was just this idea that I can overcome it. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be a part of my script, right? Like it'll surface, it'll pop up. I think that part's natural, but it's how we move forward with that piece of worry. Yeah. That's so good, Morgan. And, and I totally agree with you because when it pops up, we kind of have a choice to, uh oh, I'm going in a downward spiral, or we can do something about it, you know, in that moment, yes. kind of stop it in its tracks because I know it is easy to be like, oh no, now I'm worried about this and that. And then what if this happens? And absolutely, before you know it, you are like out of control. <laughs> you yes. Know? Well, because it overflows into every aspect of your yes. life, then, right? Like you start worrying about finances, and all of a sudden it's like, what about my job? You know, what about my husband's job? What about my marriage? And all of a sudden it's like this little tiny thing turned into this huge mountain that you're like face to face with. Yes. Yes. It's so true. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What would you say to the woman who is having the trouble, having trouble closing the door on fear? I think the number one thing first and foremost is there's no shame in that. I think often the enemy tries to place us in this, this, um, idea of shame. Like, how can you be scared of this? You know, how can you be walking in fear? Aren't you a Christian? Um, And he kind of questions our identity in Christ because we are walking in that place of fear. 
If you want to make an impact and live out your purpose, you've probably heard that you must have money and popularity, and that's simply not true. Everything that you need to fulfill your calling is already on the inside of you. You just need to learn how to activate those gifts and start dreaming again. And that's why I want to invite you to join me inside the Called and Confident Accelerator. In just four short weeks, you will walk away from the Called and Confident Accelerator with personalized assessment results to put you on the right path. biblical context for your calling through a Bible reading plan, resources to get additional training for your specific calling, and action steps compiled into a customized plan to launch you into your calling work. In addition, you'll have access to work with me one-on-one each and every week. We can meet up, we can discuss what's going on, what you're learning, what questions you might have, what needs or struggles you're going through, because I want to help you. I want to support you on this journey. So to learn more and to join the Called and Confident Accelerator, go to shaylahilton.com, click Accelerator at the top, or click the link in the show notes. I think the second part of that is he isolates us. So he makes us think we're alone in it. Like Mm -hmm. I can't share this with anybody because they'll think less of me. You know, it's, it's almost like my fear leads me to a fear of people's opinions and how they'll receive what I'm walking through. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things for me that I've really found is when you can just say it out loud, even if it's just in a room by yourself, you're already taking that first step of saying like, I'm not going to partner with you fear because, you know, there are times in our life where fear is very real. You have a child that's sick. Um, You know, you go through something traumatic in your life. That fear is very real, but it's again, kind of what you mentioned, like, am I going to partner with that? Am I going to allow that to consume everything inside of me? Or am I going to know I'm not meant to carry that. I I can't do this on my own. And so I have to partner with God and I have to open myself up to him and let him tell me, you know, what he can do with this, what he's going to do with me um, in my situation. That's so good. And I can hear the listeners saying, yeah, yeah, that's me. I need that. And so I'm excited, Morgan, about the book that you've written, which talks to what we're speaking about right now, which is the worry and the fear. Will you tell us about your book? Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, So I released a book recently called The Weight of Worry. um, And the tagline is Closing the Door on Fear by Opening the Door to Faith. And really, it's this idea that, you know, I have been a believer my entire life. Mm -hmm. um, But really, in my um, belief, I, I compare it to, I was more of the like religion going through the motions, you know, reciting the Bible verses, but I really wasn't walking in that relationship piece, which I think is a big part of our faith where we truly trust God with everything, knowing that this world is full of sin. And so, you know, the pain is inevitable, but where does that peace come from? You know, and that peace comes from Jesus and, and ultimately that promise that he has everything, you know, and that this life here on earth is just the beginning of our lives. And so my book really walks through a, a traumatic event that I went through as a kid um, that really kind of anchored this fear of death. Mm-hmm. And that um, fear of death really overflowed into the other parts of my life where I was, you know, trying to protect myself from everything coming at me and protect my loved ones. Um, and really, it was a radical encounter with God, something I never thought I would experience on a mission trip that opened my eyes to this idea that God is real. Wow. Um, and it feels so weird to say that as a believer, but it was this idea that he really does care about me. You know, um, because people, you know, they'll recite verses to you and tell you things, 
But that moment where you can genuinely feel his presence with you, it changed everything for me. And so I talk about through the book, the first half is a lot of like practical applications. You know, I'm worried about finances. I can do a budget Mm -hmm. um, and I can take some steps down that path. Uh, But the second half of the book is the part that's really near and dear to my heart because it goes back through those areas we worry about our future, our children, our marriage. And I talk about what I call kingdom approaches. So how do we partner with God in it? You know, and in your marriage, maybe it's praying for your spouse instead of engaging in the argument, Uh right. Or, or pushing them into something that they're not ready for. Um, And so it's just an opportunity to really give you a toolkit to let you know, you're not alone. Um, And here's some steps you can take. And ultimately this idea of community you know, we want to go to God first and foremost, but he gives us community. And um, I think often we don't think of that part of it because again, of the shame mm-hmm. or, you know, the rejection that might come from that. And so, yeah, it, you know, I've had a few people read the book and it's funny, simple things feel like great big things in their life yeah. because it's, they felt the shift. They felt God be invited in with that Love change. It. I love it. Yeah. When you were speaking, you had, I was thinking about um, just that relationship, like you mentioned and transformation, because yes. I also grew up in, um, in church. I've, you know, I've been a believer my whole life. So even from a little girl, but I think when that happens, you, you inherit and you inhabit what your parents have taught you or what the people yes. in the church have taught you. And Absolutely. then when we're older, we have the opportunity. I feel like God is always inviting us into our own relationship with him saying, you know, I want you to know me for you. And not just yeah. for, your, for your family or your loved ones, you know? And yes. so I love that you shared that, just having that encounter with him, that experience with him to know him for yourself. It's a beautiful yeah. opportunity. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's one of those things I'm a mom and I have kids and, you know, you always say you love your kids the same, but I mean, let's be real. Like yeah. one day one is kind of like pushing your buttons and yeah. the other day one's being great. And I just, I can tell you when I was on that mission trip, you know, there was a, a whole variety of us that went down to serve mm-hmm. and really we were served in many ways, Yeah, but it was so cool to see the way God loved on each of us so uniquely to what we needed. Yeah. But we all left there feeling like that same level of love, you know, and that is just, it's an undescribable experience that I just want so many people to get a have at some point in their life. I love that. Yeah. That's so true. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Um, so we're going to come on the circle back around to how they can get this book. Cause I know everybody is going to want to get that, but before we get into that piece, um, Morgan, what are you learning about God in this season of your life? You know, um, honestly, for me, it's funny. I wrote my book with the intention that I wanted to help other women, uh-huh. um, because I had saw the victory in my life and I, you know, I had my friends, um, and family members suffering from anxiety and worry and all of those things. And so, I started out writing this book to help them. And at the end of writing this book, the first draft, I actually had my fear realized. I experienced a miscarriage, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, had a child that went to heaven before I ever got to hold them. And what I realized was that book was not only for my friends and my family, but that book served as a reminder of all God has walked me through, all the fire that he has brought me through. And each time, you know, that it's been met with resistance, because in my mind, I thought I'm healed, I'm done, right? Those things cycle and they come back, you know, Um, but it's this idea that each time I stand taller, Mm. you know, when I get knocked down, it's like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit in the pit forever. 
um, and I can stand taller each time. And it, it almost feels like you're shouting louder and louder from the mountaintop every time that you feel that defeat in different parts of your life. And so it's truly been a blessing to me. Um, and I do hope that it does bless other people, you know, and I, and I believe God will use that with his purpose and his intentionality, but I've just, I'm so thankful to have that reminder of, you know, we are overcomers because we have Jesus with us. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yes. That's so, so good. I love that part that you shared about each time standing taller and speaking louder, shouting louder. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. So Morgan, I always ask the ladies on the show to fill in the blank and I'm going to ask you to do the same. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must blank. I would say walk in obedience with God. Yeah. Um, I think too often in this world with social media and just, you know, lots of things coming at us, our natural response is to do what the world tells us. Um, And that way is often easier than what God asks us to do. Um, If you look back at a lot of stories in the Bible, you know, God asked people to make sacrifices, um, but it's usually in those sacrifices and in that obedience where his greatest blessings come. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about the, the story of Abraham, you know, and God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. Yeah. And I couldn't even imagine that, right? When you right. read that story. Right. But the fact that he trusted God so much and was willing to do that. Yeah. And the legacy that came from that, right? Where yes. God said, I just Amazing. wanted to know that your heart was for me and not for this mm. world. And so I think when a woman can do that, she can really step into her calling and feel that fulfillment that God has designed for her. Yes. That's wonderful. I love that. So Morgan, how can the ladies get in contact with you? And definitely how can they purchase the book? Yeah. um, So the book is currently on Amazon. Um, It's under the weight of worry. And because my name Morgan Williams is so common, it's Morgan L. Williams. And I would say the L is for love, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, And so uh, it is on Amazon. Otherwise, you can head over to my website. Uh, it's part of my women's ministry and it's 33 mustard seed. So that's 33mustardseed.com. And it has um, additional resources from the book uh, that hopefully can serve people beyond just reading it, right? Like, what are the tools I need? So I've put together a few things there that hopefully are helpful and uh, can allow somebody con- to continue to carry out uh, some of those suggestions to uh, silence the worry. Perfect. So I will um, have all that linked in the show notes for you all so that you can connect with Morgan as well. Morgan, do you want to tell us about your ministry? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my ministry was really birthed from this mission trip that I went to. Uh, I had a prophetic encounter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for those that aren't familiar with that, you know, it was it was a man I had never met speaking words over me that he wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, and so from that, uh, my ministry was born and the tagline is uh, replacing the lies of the enemy with God's truth. Yes. Because I think that we're walking in a place right now where we're all trying to understand the truth, but the truth has been really, you know, twisted. And um, it's that idea that what does God say about me? What does God say about my life um, and what is he doing? And so my hope is twofold, one, to help women learn to hear the Mm -hmm. voice of God, 
because I think when you can, then you can easily identify those lies coming at you. Um, and the second piece really is to develop that spiritual community that so many of us long for. Yes. I have found in my walk is that historically I chose women based on who I thought was like me, Mm -hmm. you know, and would, would mesh with me if you will, because we had similar interests and God is so gracious in that he brings people into my life that are so different than me, but we walk in faith together. And so they challenge me to grow and they teach me new things about the world, um, you know, and motherhood and all sorts of things. And so that ministry has been such a blessing to me and I'm just hoping to see it continue um, to bless others and help kind of create that community that so many of us long for. Perfect. I love that. Morgan, thank you so much for joining me. I have enjoyed every bit of our conversation today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I'm like, I love to talk. So this is just a wonderful setting to be in. It's just my pleasure. I truly appreciate it. And I will catch you all in the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.